This is Coffee with Karina, and here's your host, Karina Michelle. So today I sat down with two very talented ladies that I've had the pleasure of working with for the past year. Their names are Lucy Percivo and Anushka Santella, and the film is called Mother of the Year. Uh, this just premiered at a really cool theater in London, and um, I think they pretty much sold out the place. It was very cool. And um, I'm excited to see what they do next, but I will let them tell you more. And uh, yeah, take a listen. So I really want to know, how was the premiere? Yeah, it was so, so good. Uh, Lucy did such an amazing job at getting it all ready and she's found the best venue, which was, I mean, that cinema in London was amazing. I heard about it. My sisters told me all, my, all about it. Oh, yeah. Did they have a good yeah. night? They had a great time. But my, it's so funny because I was like, oh, send me stuff about, you know, the movie. And the first thing my sister, she's like very creative um, as well. She's a <laughs> photographer. She sends me pictures of like this really cool, like her feet on the carpet and like <laughs> the walls. And I'm like, oh, this is cool. But where is everyone? So I, she said, she said it was amazing. And they both did. They said it was so cool. I haven't been to this one, but I will definitely have to check it out. Did you say it just opened last year? Yeah, it only opened last March and they're actually building a third cinema screen. Um, so the guy who runs it just loves films and wants to, st- wants to support indie filmmakers um so he made this insane um like art deco cinema and he likes to put on lots of screenings um so yeah it was really cool to kind of get in there and kind of introduce people to a new a new kind of spot in london as well so that was really nice um but yeah we got such such positive feedback and everyone seemed to love the film and like so many people were like we want to know what happens next this yeah like that's my show yeah the same they were like we want to know more we want to see the next part and they thought it would be perfect you know, as a TV show as well. Oh, that's like, good. Yeah, they loved it. Great to hear. Yeah, so we were we're still. I feel like I'm still in a little buzz from it. Um, oh, <laughs> which, yeah. Uh, it, it just it was a lot of like organization and planning, and then it all kind of yeah went exactly as we wanted it to. So mm. yeah, really, really <laughs> amazing. Okay, I know I'm so sad I missed it, but it's okay. We'll do we'll do another. Hopefully, we will. Absolutely. We will. Yeah. Definitely. All right. So we're going to step back a little bit and I want to know um, just kind of like both for this for both of you as well, but your journey um, to getting to this point, you know, did you always know that you wanted to do this and just kind of how that looked for you? Okay, Lucy, you start. Okay. (laughs) Yes. I mean, this has been in the works for quite a while now. So Anushka first came to me with an already written pilot script in lockdown 2020. And it was also when we first met generally. So um, it was lockdown and Anushka just kept sending me scripts and I had nothing better to do. So I would just read (laughs) all of them. And, um, and I read this and I just loved it and I wanted to know more and I just wanted to be, to help make it happen really. Um, like it was amazing because I never didn't know anything about cryptic pregnancies before reading this mm-hmm. script, and I kind of 
just wanted to binge watch it on Netflix. And I was like, oh, okay, so this is really, like if I want to watch it, then I'm sure other people do as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was really exciting uh, to kind of just see the potential in something like that so quickly. But obviously it's quite an ambitious story. So we kind of put it to one side, collaborated on other projects in the meantime. And then last year we were like, let's just go for it. So we made this proof of concept short and then are now kind of in the process of starting to pitch the show around. So it's it's been a bit of a journey but like really excited about kind of where we are now and it's crazy that it's already been like in the back of my mind for the best part of two years and for mm-hmm. Anushka I know it spans even longer than that for you yeah mm. yeah I was just um when I was on lockdown I was watching a lot of Gilmore Girls and a lot of Weeds yeah. and um, I was thinking oh both of those tv shows have kind of young-ish mothers who are kind of a uh, non-traditional and I also had the cryptic pregnancy in mind forever because when I was 12 this 15 year old girl gave birth in the school (gasps) toilets and she didn't know she was pregnant at your school um it was at my aunt's school so she was working there but she told me about it when I was 12 and I was just (laughs) terrifying what (laughs) this happened exactly (laughs) so that was just in my mind literally forever and I always knew I wanted to write something about this because I feel like no one knows about it Um, yeah and it's terrifying to even adults I mean like when I hear you hear these stories like you know like in the paper or whatever and the news and it's just like what how can this be I mean I was gigantic when I was pregnant you know I'm like (laughs) I don't know I'm like how could they not know but apparently they don't a lot of times yeah it's uh yeah because the babies get behind your organs kind of like growing against your spine so it's like you don't you're not showing at all in in most cases um so yeah i just kind of put all of those things together and i kept on thinking about like a different mother than the one from gilmore girls or the one from weeds but kind of like it started off taking sort of daydreaming about things mixing both characters together and then because i kept on thinking about because i had nothing to do you know it was locked down um it just kind of like morphed into this like completely different character that had her own personality and backstory and everything. And I kind of implemented the cryptic pregnancy thing. And I was also watching a lot of This Is Us. And I was like, I really like the way, mm. you know, you, you're looking at this family's life at various points. Um, mm. And it doesn't feel like you're watching flashbacks. It feels like you're like the past is just as important as the present and it all parallels each other. It all informs each other, which I think is, is you know, the way life works yeah um so i kind of liked the idea of implemented that side of it as well so kind of seeing the aftermath of the cryptic pregnancy after she's given birth and teenagers having to you know figure out how to keep a newborn alive when they don't know how to keep themselves alive yet (laughs) but also seeing like a 30 year old mother of a teenager when she herself kind of feels like a teenager still and the dynamics that that was going to create and yeah I was just having so much fun thinking about it all I was like I guess I'm just gonna have to write this and because I have no respect for Lucy's time I'm just like here's the first draft (laughs) it's got lots of of typos in it and nothing makes sense what do you think (laughs) I mean did you guys work together you said you knew each other you met right before this so we met just before lockdown and we worked on a first short that um I wrote and sent to Lucy t- two minutes after I wrote it. Um, <laughs> I have those writer friends too. It's like, oh, just send it. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and Lucy was just getting into producing at this point. Yeah. Yeah. And then and literally like two weeks after that, lockdown happened. So we literally met two weeks before mm. the pandemic. And then, yeah. I, and then, yeah, pretty much every week, like 
Anushka is the most prolific white writer I've ever I've ever met. I don't think you've ever had writer's block. It's insane. No. Like every yeah. <laughs> wow, I'm impressed. And it's not five page scripts. It's whole pilots. It honestly like just completely stumps me. I've, I've never met anyone else who can That's do that. Incredible. <laughs> It's, 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 I, I'm an only child. I live inside my head a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and you're productive, you know, it's like you can get it out on the page, which is good. So um, did you always know that you wanted to do like comedies, both of you? What, like, how did you get to this point, I guess, from there? Did you always know or? Um, well, I actually studied journalism. So because okay. I liked, I, I always loved writing, but I was like, oh there's no money in this I'm not gonna be Mm -hmm. able to like live off it I'll go write something that makes money and then realize there's no money in journalism either yeah Uh, (laughs) this was a bad shout Uh, and and, yeah I think from the moment I I mean I only started writing films and actually being serious about this is what I want to do and I want to make tv shows um like three or four years ago Mm -hmm. um and because I don't think I thought it really was a an actual option before mm-hmm. and uh i think yeah i always knew that it would have to be comedy comedy dramas i think that's just the kind of things i like to watch and i think i want to make something i'd like to watch mm-hmm. yeah. how about you lucy um so i was one of those really intense children so i started making <laughs> films when i was 10 and then just didn't wow. really stop i've been probably averaging about three films a year every year for the last 12 years oh, um, why that's awesome yeah I don't it was a kind of thing where like at first it's like oh it's cute and then you get to a point and everyone's like okay are you gonna stop like, and it's like no, just gonna <laughs> keep going because <laughs> I can make this a career um so yeah so I, I started like I, I think everyone I've ever been friends with has been forced into a film at one point or another so it's quite, it's quite yeah um, a varying a very like yeah varying projects and stuff but then when I was around 15 I started interning at production companies and started getting taking it more seriously and then I did some short courses that they do in the UK here with like the BFI and NFTS Mm -hmm. and stuff those are great yeah which was so good and then I actually didn't go to uni so when I was 18 I did I did film studies at A level and then I just went straight into into film and kind of got Ah. did random internships and kind of did bigger projects with bigger budgets and then kind of wow so you didn't for some reason I thought you went to I didn't go to school for film either I actually left I went for a little while for business and I was like you know what I want to do this myself and I was like this is not for me it's not for everyone you know no completely like I completely respect when people go that route it makes so much sense for some people but for me I think I'd always seen school as a part-time job that I had to do and then made film aside so I was just kind of itching to get to I could do this all the time and then I I'm from Sheffield originally and then moved to London just over a year ago and now working at a production company here. So it's been really exciting. And I think everyone's just been so kind and, you know, giving opportunities. And, you know, when and when people take a chance on you, it's just so yeah. hard to just makes you work even harder. So mm-hmm. and I always loved comedy because my dad's actually a cartoonist. What? So I think it- Okay, I love, I love learning all these new things after I've talked to you guys. <laughs> so I'm like, you know this? This is cool. Okay. Yeah, so it's quite funny. Yeah, so he's a cartoonist. So he does like um, drawings for like magazines and, and things like that. And I think he was always saying like comedy is hard than tragedy. Like if you can make people laugh, like it's, uh-huh. it's important as well. Because I yeah. think sometimes people kind of, you know, comedy whatever it's not as a high form but I think he was very much like no it's as important as everything else making people laugh is super important so I think I was that and 
And ultimately, it is true when you when you when you're in the, the cinema and you write a joke and you get the laugh at the right point. I don't think there's anything better. So yeah, I agree. Yeah. I mean, even from an acting perspective too. I think that's why I, I you know timing is everything. And when I kind of I think you emailed me or something, and I was like, yes, I want to do this because I've been looking for something just light, more lighthearted. You know, I've done all these like serious <laughs> topics, which were great when we did them, but. I just was longing for that, like, you know, comedy, because that's how I am in real life, you know, I'm not really that serious a lot of the time. So it was like, it was like a breath of fresh air. And I love that um, both of you were just, I mean, you're so young and so talented and like, you know, I just really amazed me. It just seemed like you were light years, you know, away from a lot of the people that I was seeing. What did you learn from doing this what was the one big takeaway uh for me it was that if you really trust the people that you hire and you you hire the best people then your work as a director just becomes 99 percent easier yeah and i've worked with really good people before but i think on this one because we had a little bit more money and we you know mm. had learned from other shoots and everything like really came together in a way that it hadn't before and I could really delegate in a way that I didn't feel because I'm a bit of a control freak uh, <laughs> so I'm not a massive fan of delegating but I actually felt very fine with it and because I the people that we were working with were just so good and they completely mm. got what I wanted and I think a little bit of that is me having like a very clear vision so I can communicate yeah. that with them but also you know them being very very skilled um and you just you can't control everything on set it's just not mm-hmm. possible and you really have to focus on what you have to do otherwise the performance is going to suffer from it because you're not you're not going to get what you want if you're mm-hmm. not fully focused on that so being able to do this it means that when I'm watching the film that I'm kind of just happy with it which you know it's not going to be everyone's cup of tea but if I had to remake it I wouldn't change much about it at all uh, which I think is is pretty cool yeah and there's so much freedom in that too I think just you know not micromanaging and just saying exactly. okay as long as it's the right person of course if you have someone that's not yeah, doing the best that's different but yeah. probably makes me a nicer person to work with as well <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah you can't because there's so many roles on you know on set and it's like yeah yeah, and I think that's awesome that you're at that point because a lot of people, it takes them years and sometimes they never get there. You know, they just want to control everything. And um, yeah, yeah. It's just if there's usually... anything me and Lucy are, it's profi- proficient. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, I mean, I'd have to agree with, with all of that. Like the people on this were just amazing. And I think if you do invest in the people, then you just get a better outcome. Um, but I think also what was crazy is we were talking about this on on Friday is we did a screening of our very first short film we did together a year to the day we did the London mm. screening. Really? So it yeah. yeah, it was oh. literally a year to the day and it wasn't, it wasn't planned. It just happened mm-hmm. that way, which is kind of insane. And, and at that, the, the original first screening, we said, so our next project is going to be Mother of the Year and yeah. we want it to be TV show and we literally did this whole pitch in front of all these people <laughs> who came to watch our film and we were like yeah this is the plan and then it was kind of crazy to think a year later we actually did do it we yeah. did we've done two screenings of it now we are actually actively pitching the show it's huge so yeah it was kind of like oh okay if you you know sometimes I think people like I think you even if you say something that seems a bit crazy or it's a bit like well we've not fully thought it through yet Mm-hmm. I think if you really commit to it and you've got someone else who's as mad as you are and are also committing to it, you can mm-hmm. actually, you can, can 
Yeah, yeah, and just saying yeah. it out loud, I think, is such a big thing or writing it down or something. Yeah, so you announce it you... to the whole thing. That's awesome. Exactly. Oh, that's yeah. why you have to learn from it is just find people who are just as delusional as you are. <laughs> delusional, yeah. <laughs> that want to want to do these crazy projects. Yeah. No, I love that. I love it. Um, <laughs> let's see. What are the good things? What did you know that you did well in this? Like, like oh, we'll do that again. I mean, obviously hiring the right people, but. Yeah, I think that's, I mean, I think that's the biggest part to be honest because that's if you mess up with that then your film's just going to be a bit of a waste of time I think mm-hmm. well you'll learn yeah. from it <laughs> but that's not... <laughs> I'm not I'm not really in this to learn like from scratch like I think you always learn things but it's also good when you get something from it um yeah I think the casting was I think we we nailed yeah know, the casting Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think that's I all. Think I was just, I was just eating sweets on set. I was just letting people do their thing. <laughs> I can't pat myself on the back much more than saying that I've hired really good people that allowed me to have a really chill time yeah. on set. That's important, you know. It is important. That thing is I huge. Yeah. The characters, sorry, just the, the characters. Mm-hmm. I think I, I, I think about the characters are fully real people to me. And I think that makes it a lot easier because when I've met with the actors before, I was able to really talk them through everything. Like if they had any question or anything about the characters, they could come to me and I would have an answer. And then we Mm -hmm. can also come up with some things together and things. But it's like I've got a really solid base to go off. So I think Mm -hmm. that's, yeah, maybe that's the thing I did best because that meant that I didn't have to be on the actors, like their back all day long. Like they knew exactly who they were. They knew knew exactly what they were doing. So yeah, that's, that's that's important too. Uh, you know, from the other side, being an actor is like, you want to be able to ask questions and most writers or directors or whatever is are really helpful on that. And I think the more that you can offer, you know, it, it's better yeah. because that really allows you to find the character and then be more free and kind of explore it a little bit more about. Yeah. You know. That's what I feel like. I mean, I mean, I'm not an actor and I, can't act at all so it's a good thing but if I were <laughs> I feel like I would want to have as much information yeah. as possible mm-hmm. yeah no, no like all your characters like in this but also in everything else like you write it's like I always just want to hang out with them they just feel yeah. like real people and I'm just like I just want to go get a drink yeah. I just want to see you know like because they, they just feel they, they are just so well developed They're real yeah completely um which is always really exciting and I think in terms of the short what was also really nice is because although we had a slightly bigger budget than our last film it was still like relatively really really quite small Mm -hmm. but it was nice is that like say like the school scenes that's actually my old sixth form and it was so nice to like partner studies department yeah so we basically partnered with the department and all the students in it want to get into film or want to get into acting so they were just kids from the school who volunteered and it was so nice because they got to like be in the film but they also got to network with the crew and like Mm -hmm. ask questions and be on a film set and the three young actors at the start that was just an open casting call from within within the school and a lot of them it was their first time ever on camera and they were absolutely fantastic and the school were just so happy with like Aww. the result and having that opportunity so it was really nice because like they were so supportive and it also you kind of giving something back like at the Sheffield screening we actually screened some of the students films alongside the film which was really nice so Aww. that was also quite like a on, on a more personal level quite a nice thing like a nice addition to just the project as a whole yeah oh, I love that and it's funny that how they happen sometimes people have never been on camera are just amazing you know they're just like natural <laughs> like how do you know this but uh um, oh, yeah. 
Yeah. How about, okay. So I um, did this thing last week. I volunteer with um, like a local organization and two, um, I guess, young guys came up to me and they said, you know, we, we want to be in the film industry and, or we want to be like voiceover, you know, they really wanted to just do anything. And, you know, I have my (laughs) kind of spiel that I give people when they, when they say that, and, you know, um, I guess I'm wondering what would you advise to to people that come and they say, you know, they want to be in the film industry or make movies. What would you tell them? Um, I think just find your people, like even if it's a bit hit and miss at first. But I, I like the difference that it made for me to meet Lucy is like I can't even. It's not even descri- well. It is I could describe it, but it'd be really boring. Um, it's just <laughs> it made such a huge difference. I mean, before I obviously I'd only just started when when I met you, Lucy. But um, mm. I, I mean, I was very much like, well, obviously I'm like starting, so my films are going to be like films that I shoot myself, and you know, I'm not gonna put that much effort into it, taking it that seriously because it's obviously not gonna turn out really good. And then Lucy's like. What? Of course, we can do this. If we're going to do this, we're going to do it right. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Attitude is everything, though. I always say that, you know, it's with anything. It's like you have to know that you can. You, but you have to. Yeah. And you, I guess you do have to commit. And if you want yeah. to do it, do it seriously. But I think you need to find the people who are going to push you and also mm-hmm. understand what it is you're trying to do. And again, be as delusional as you are and be like, sure, this is a 15 minute short film. No one cares about. But you know what? Let's just invite 300 people and see what turns <laughs> up. And see then... what happens. <laughs> and then. Turns out 300 people have nothing else to do that night, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's, yeah, I think it it can feel a bit lonely, especially if you're like writing and, you know, you don't really know where to start, but just Mm -hmm. go to any networking events, go to any place where you might find other people who are interested. Because if you find someone who likes your work and wants to work with you and you can develop a real relationship with, then that's invaluable. Yeah. Yeah. The networking thing. I definitely, that was one of the points I made. Networking is huge. I mean, it's just everything, you know, it's who, you know, and just getting out and just meeting people that want to do the same thing, you know, being around other creatives, I think. What about, um, I'm going to ask you this question too, Lucy, in a second, but what about, um, did you do anything, like what kind of cameras were you using? This is really, I'm not very good with technical stuff, but People ask me this and I'm like, well, you can actually, technically you can do it on a cell phone. I mean, if you're really, you know, you don't have any money and you don't, you know, you want to just do something. You think that can be done? On Mother of the Year, do you mean? Or, or just with anything, like giving people advice. I mean, uh, when I started, I was using, what is it called again? Lucy. Uh, you know, Canon. <laughs> Canon? Yeah. yeah. Okay. 100D. Yeah. So like, just yep. like a DSLR camera. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. But... It's actually quite funny that you bring it up because we, we were actually having a conversation about that um, at work is that the, the camera we used on Mother of the Year, of course, it was a good camera, but it's not actually one of the like big Aries or a red. It was just mm-hmm. a Sony FX3, which obviously okay. is a camera, but it's not. It's actually very small. It's not actually that expensive. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is, if you've got a DP who knows how to use it or if you right. know what 
vision is, you can make something look really expensive mm-hmm. using actually pretty cheap kit. Like we actually didn't have that much equipment on the river of the year. Like it was all borrowed from other people. The camera wasn't mm-hmm. a flashy camera that all the DPs want necessarily. Yeah, it's all technique. A lot of it is anyway. All technique I mean. and, it, and, and Anushka had such a strong vision and Brett knew exactly what she wanted. But when I was talking to some of the more techie guys at work and they were like, so how did you actually film it? They were like, <laughs> really <laughs> and yeah y and z like they yeah. thought the book was 10 times the size it actually was and you know and i think that's a testament don't let money put you off or don't get bogged down in the mm-hmm. finances because you yeah. know if you want that location ask and you might get it for free or like if you need lots of extras well then ask people a lot of people just want to be in a movie so like i think you know you work with what you've got but also don't limit your ambition because of getting bogged down about money because Mm -hmm. if you're creative you can creatively problem solve things to look a lot bigger than they actually are um and that's literally the reason why meeting lucy made my films better (laughs) uh no i love that no it's it's true you don't always need that and i was really trying to get that across to these you know two guys Mm -hmm. and they were like what really i can't i could just see like their their brain just like what's really (laughs) they thought they needed all this like you know tons of equipment but i think it's just now it's more readily available to us you know it's like we didn't have those kind of things you know like when we were younger so yeah especially when I was younger we definitely did it (laughs) but um yeah so what's next what do you guys I know you're pitching it now and what what do you kind of see happening after that yeah so we've started um so so the short's gotten a bit of interest from some bigger production companies so we're kind of in talks with a few people and pitching it around and we're hoping to start submitting it to festivals and hopefully it will get um some recognition on the festival circuit which would be a dream but then alongside that we've also started developing our first feature um which uh, which Anushka Mm. can tell you more about because she's yeah she's it um oh, i want to know more about this okay <laughs> <laughs> um yeah it's a uh, loosely based of my personal experience of being from paris and moving to sheffield which i don't think anyone else will write about because no one else would move from paris to sheffield <laughs> uh, it's it's two girls from paris who are obsessed with cricket which is also unheard of um and they their favorite cricket player comes from sheffield so they decide to come here and <laughs> be full-on stalkers and just try and meet him oh, um, but they just end up falling in love with the city in the in in the, oh. as, as they go so it's the, the cricket part i'm a huge cricket fan i mean as you probably know if you've seen yeah the, yeah because uh-huh. that's a really big part of it um and i've decided that cricket will be in every single one of my projects that's apparently. awesome um, <laughs> such an english sport you know it's like it I try is and that's it. why i love it so much yeah it's kind of like baseball here but it's not like baseball it's like very different it's like, and it's like baseball but you break okay <laughs> yeah it's like it's hard to explain to people if they don't know what it is but that's... yeah it's yeah so so that's that's fictional uh but the a lot of the anecdotes and and the reasons why they fall in love with the city and everything very much comes from real real life mm-hmm. so i'm really excited about it and also i kind of want to just do it because i moved there when i was 20 and i don't really want to be 55 and write a film about an experience from when i was 20 <laughs> and kind of like, i just want to get yeah. it out of the way now yeah. <laughs> i feel like it'd be a bit sad being like remember this bar we used to <laughs> yeah. the bartender was really cute yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> so yeah i'm i'm i think i'm ready for this to happen now nice and you lucy <laughs> 
Um, yeah, so we're so I'm kind of also hanging on that as well because as being from Sheffield, it is kind yeah. of exciting to see it where like it's not looking like the 80s, even if it was shot yesterday, and people look like they've not laughed for like 10 years because normally yeah. Sheffield yeah. always depicted like it's just really decrepit and very sad, which isn't my experience of it. And also <laughs> like being half French, it's also I've always wanted to do a film that in like a bilingual film so it mm-hmm. kind of feels like a perfect collaboration but then with the production company I work at we've also got some exciting projects kind of on the go so yeah it's, it's things are busy but also just really exciting so awesome. yeah. so is there started. anywhere that people can see the film now or is it probably not right after festivals hopefully after festivals oh, yeah. we'll do hopefully a big release like um so yeah we'll definitely like on the Maravia Instagram we'll kind of keep people updated on all of that but yeah hopefully this time next year it will be released for everyone to for everyone to see and maybe there'll be a tv show to follow which would be really cool yeah (laughs) yeah hopefully don't worry about the film (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah yeah um so the actual Instagram for that is I'll let you tell it just to make sure because that way people can go there in the meantime so it is just mother of the year but it's got a lot of silly um what do you call them yeah so it's underscore mother dot of dot the dot yeah underscore that's very uh marketable yeah (laughs) well you know what's easy is if you i think it comes up pretty easily probably if you just type it does i think hopefully it does (laughs) <laughs> awesome all right well thanks for doing this both of no, you thank so- you so much for having us thank you. yeah thank you so much yeah this was fun and um amazing so can't wait all can't right. wait to listen to myself doing a, a 55 year old's voice as if it's a 95 year old's voice i've never i've never met a 55 year old clearly uh- <laughs> you know what? that's the fun part of doing a podcast you're like wait did i say that I no, no I it's know. not bad you guys didn't say anything bad everything was good so i think i think we success all right i'll all right. talk to you both soon. thanks gary nice right. bye bye, bye. Hi, I'm Andrew, the founder of Fresh Patch. Dog potty accidents in the home can be stressful. In fact, they're the number one reason dogs end up in shelters. I created Fresh Patch to solve this problem. Our farm fresh grass patches offer convenience and relief delivered right to your door. So visit freshpatch.com and use code FRESH100 to save 25% on your first order. Hey, this is Karina. Thanks so much for listening. If you like what you hear, check out some of our other episodes and give us a rating. In the meantime, stay safe and we hope to see you back here soon.